0: Within 48 hours, offices across the U.S. just started closing down. And within 72 hours, we had a 90% cancel rate on all of our event experiences. It was just like a full inbox. Welcome to
1: the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. I have my co-hosts, Eli Libby and Clint Payne here. And today we have a very cool, special, special interview, story session version of the Biz Bros Podcast with none other than the Mr. Ben Sampson. Welcome there. It's
0: okay. almost too formal of an intro for me.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Mister Ben Sampson.
0: I, yeah. you're, you're expecting me to bring a lot to the table with the Mister, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah.
2: and the button-up blue shirt. Yeah,
3: that's pretty good too. Well, cool, man. How's uh, how's everything going?
0: good. Uh, I mean, as good as it can be for any company that's going through COVID-19 right now. So, um, but our team is just powering through. And it's just another day at the office at home, shelter in place. So rock and roll it. There
3: you go. Perfect. We'll set up there. Got some natural light coming in. So that's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So my setup here, I've got, you know, the French doors, which is nice, a little bit of natural light. I try to go out on the porch and just kind of look out to not go too stir crazy every now and again. So I I have my moments of, of breaking down, but I come right back after so oh, yeah
1: yeah
3: yeah we're, we're feeling it too kind of getting cooped up so
1: i see
0: it in I'm your eyes feel, i'm I feeling
3: like a
1: tiger ice. in a cage you know what i mean i just feel like <laughs> I kelly
0: you always feel that way
3: that's true, that's true. <laughs> well, let's kick it off ben let's uh let's learn a little bit more about you so um tell us a little bit about where you're from your upbringing and and uh things that uh kind of kind of shape you and who you are
0: yeah hey, do you guys want me to go way back like like farm town back or
3: yeah yeah give us like your whole your story and, and what's made and what's crafted you the ben sampson the mr ben sampson of today what is what has crafted that
0: yeah sure okay i could talk a little bit about that and if i'm boring you guys just obviously throw up the stop sign um sure. Or i'm sure yeah. or one of you guys could just cut me off so yeah. um <laughs> but i grew up in a little town called mount shasta for those that are geographically right. challenged like me <laughs> um <laughs> elon's like done okay next okay, yeah, question <laughs> <okay. laughs> okay i So, no, I grew up in this little town called Mount Shasta. Again, I'm geographically challenged, so I like to say it's just, you know, our south of the border of Oregon, um, 4,000 people in the woods. I just like to say I grew up with a family of hippies um, on a cattle ranch yeah. and stuff. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but both my parents were uh, veterinarians, um, and we worked on a working cattle ranch, and uh, it was an amazing upbringing. Like you don't really really realize how special that is until you actually leave and go to college. Um, yeah. But you know, both my parents owning their own business were both entrepreneurs, and I think you know something that would probably resonate with a, a lot of your listeners is what I saw them doing as a child is watching them on their own destiny. Um, in the sense that like they weren't working for someone else; like they were working for their dream every day, and that's the reason why they were working eighty-hour weeks and. Mm. Um, that stuck with me for sure. Um, And just, you know, gave me the work ethic that I have today. And um, that was kind of the core of my upbringing. And is growing up on that cattle ranch, watching my parents work really hard in their business and and just being part of their business. Um, And so that's kind of where I came from. And uh, fast forward, you know, I, you know, went to Chico State with a lot of you guys um, had that entrepreneurial itch. I had started a company in high school in the apparel business. And then worked with a lot of you guys on another venture called Soul ID, which was, um, you know, a social network for action and adventure sports right at the heat of when social media was exploding. You know, this was a time that Facebook just IPO'd. Um, You know, it was all the rage and everybody and their mom was getting into social media. (laughs) And so were we. Um, And so really interesting time and just an outrageous experience with a massive amount of lessons learned. And uh, that kind of kept me going on a track um, into product and technology uh, where I then went to go work for a company called Outsell, working with um, hundreds of CEOs and entrepreneurs and making their businesses better, faster, stronger, and leading product at that company for four years. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, which we can get into more today is uh, I left that company and, and now run a venture called WeHero where we help companies accomplish their social missions with really high impact uh, volunteer and giving programs, what's called corporate social responsibility. Um, and we work with mostly Fortune 500 companies helping them execute those strategies. So, Insane. That's so, And uh, that's a wrap, it was good talking to all you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was, Thanks, yeah ben. drop. We'll see you next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of flashbacks. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, Eli and I—we kind of headed the marketing and the media with uh, Soul ID. So we Way were more working. than that. Though, you guys were founders. I mean,
0: you guys were yeah. I mean, yeah. Everything, but, but, but kind of our you know, focus. But.
1: Yeah. Totally, yeah. That was a fun venture we had, um, and we talked about Soul ID a lot on this podcast. So Ben is, is, was, was one of the leaders um, in that company. So we're really excited to have him on the podcast. Yeah. It's so a Yeah, it is. A lot, a lot of
3: flashbacks. Questions. And Ben, I, I know I've before, but you kind um, of you know, gave me my gateway drug in entrepreneurship with Soul ID. And that's really where I, where I got into the, the whole groove of working for yourself and doing what you love every day. So. There we go. Awesome, yeah, was, man. Uh, Glad to hear yeah. that's part of the goal. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out good. And Soul ID was the best time of my life. I mean, some of those experiences we had were pretty cool.
1: Oh, they were insane.
3: Pumped oh. elbows with our. Well, um, well, we'll, our we'll, have to, we'll have to do a podcast yeah. with like, see yeah. how much of the Soul ID
1: guys we can get on it and just talk about the experiences. That'd yeah, be actually. Really yeah, cool. stay, tuned. stay tuned.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, a cool. highlight food. moment was, was Eli hanging out with Jeremy Stewart. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a great one uh so so to dive a little bit more into we hero um how long you've been working on it where did that idea stem from um and uh what what is like really the different services you guys offer
0: yeah i mean uh backstory is a journey of failures um and and calling it just a massive experience so how this all started was uh bryce and i were back home uh, a couple what who's bryce oh bryce is my brother sorry so yeah my brother bryce and i bryce is full stack developer, just a really talented engineer. And we've always poked around at different ideas. And we always had an idea of trying to do something together. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we had always done is every year we would donate a sum of money to a nonprofit that we, we selected. Um, and we just kind of found it a frustrating experience as many do um, that, you know, you just don't see where that money goes and you don't see the impact that it makes. And we were just talking about that over a, you know, a pale ale one night and, and decided he brought up the point, like, you know, we could probably quantify and measure that data and and create a user experience where people could see that. And I was like, awesome. Let's, let's play around with that idea and experiment. And so we called this thing just an experiment. Both of us were doing other things full time. Um, and we kind of just did this on the side, poking around with it. Um, and as you all know, it, you know, building something in the consumer space is incredibly challenging. And this was initially, what we were building was a consumer facing application or at least designing. And we really pushed that out to get feedback and did surveys and did a lot of the groundwork that I usually do in like a product world um, to see if it would gain traction. And the answer was coming back that it would not gain traction. If it did, it would be incredibly challenging. And so Bryce still really keen on the idea, you know, was gonna keep working on it. And I looked at opportunities for how we could pivot it to a B2B business. Um, and so what we did is we threw up a landing page, uh, just to see if there was any interest in corporate, like social programs that we could help run from a giving standpoint, actually donating. Um, and we had a company reached out and they asked like, Hey, I came across your company. Do you do volunteer programs at all? We have a a need for volunteer programs. And I said, sure, (laughs) of course we do, (laughs) which we have never done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so like, uh, what we did was we put a program together that we felt might be a fit for this, this potential client and they paid us money to do it. And I was like, okay, that's amazing. (laughs) So like, you know, we have a company that's paying us money to do something. We did it and they had an amazing time. Um, And that client has done numerous events with us um, in numerous different offices across the U S and that's, that's one client. But, what that initially uh, led us onto was like, there's a huge opportunity here and maybe there's more companies that are struggling with this issue. And the issue being that companies have a hard time finding volunteer programs and giving programs where they are actually making an impact, where the employees are actually making an impact and where when companies donate thousands to millions of dollars, they can actually measure that data Mm -hmm. feed it back to their audience, feed it back to their shareholders. Um, that's really important, especially when we look at a new era of sustainability and how companies think about that. Um, exactly. I mean, it, it's a massive data grab, and mm-hmm. so uh, that's kind of how we got the company started. And it was a series of pivoting over and over and over again, and constantly reinventing our company um, to where it is today. Um, and and Eli, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but that's kind of how we got to where we are today. Yeah,
3: totally, totally crazy, crazy. man. That, that's crazy, and, and like the whole. Um, the new, the new style of, of employee, right? I know we've talked about this before, but um, as employees in the, the younger generation, we want to be able to give back and we're, we're constantly hounding upper management to try to figure out ways that we can give back to our community. And I think you guys are at a perfect spot for that.
0: Yeah. People want to work for and buy from companies that give back. I mean, you think about it, like the purchase that you make, right? If you have a product that's side by side, um, I mean, you can answer honestly, but like if you have, you know, pairs of shoes, right? Yeah. A, two shoe companies. Um, you have one that's slightly more expensive, but it, it's like so socially minded. Let's say like it feeds 10 families or okay. it 20 yep. trees. Like, like I guarantee you're going to spend that little bit of extra money to buy the shoe company that is creating some form of a social impact, right? hundred percent. Yeah. Because it feels yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it does. Although I'm sure we're all wearing Allbirds right now. But I
0: was yeah, earlier. I'm, I'm in the I'm wearing hamburger socks that Eli got me.
3: So. Hey, <laughs> nice. Yep. I don't even know if I can I get my leg it. that high. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got it. That was well done. I just pulled a hammy, so I'm out.
2: <laughs> so 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 Ben, so it started with the Chrome extension and then it kinda of started into like in-person events and like these kind of corporate giving things and then coronavirus happens so what's going on now like yeah. how has how has the business evolved and what's we here doing to kind of go virtual and go remote and what do you foresee that's a, that's kind of ahead yeah i can tell you that story so um so
0: with our our volunteer business um was definitely the core of our business and so leading up into covid-19 we had a business that was growing 20 to 30% month over month um at a really accelerated rate. And we were on track for March to post like our record number in regards to companies and, and revenue um, just in who we were serving. Um, and our volunteer events you know, are delivered in two ways. One, we ship volunteer events all over the nation to companies' offices. They're called DIY events and they actually do the, the events in the office themselves. And then we do these huge events that are 500 to 1,000 plus people. Um, so we are categorized partially as an events company Um, and so what happened was in in such a record timing, um, our large conference business disappeared overnight because all the venues started canceling and we had this moment of like, okay, no problem. Like we've diversified enough. Like we can ship a lot of our events to offices. So we were still doing that. So most of our business was still moving and then quickly within 48 hours offices across the U S just started closing down. And within 72 hours, we had 90% cancel rate on all of our event experiences. It was mm-hmm. just like a full inbox. you picture like a full inbox of just like events getting postponed, canceled, postponed. Uh,
2: Gmail, it's refreshing. It sends yeah. you like one and then like it's kind of delayed and you get three more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So it was – I've never experienced anything like that in my life like so fast. Um, and I'm like – I'm a young guy, so like I haven't been through – like as a professional, like any kind of recession or crash or anything like that. So it's kind of like, yeah, so yeah, it's kind, like, yeah. so it kind of like a surreal moment of just realizing like, Oh my God, like this is happening and we need to think yeah. really, fast. Um, and so, uh, where do I go from here? Um, a couple of things happened. One, we started, of course, restraining capital as quickly as we possibly could. Um, Two, we had to quickly figure out a new revenue stream um, crazy fast. So like our team got together uh, like every day and started talking about how we're going to pivot the business. And we're also constantly, we're on the phone with our clients. So for a good week, we were just calling our clients asking what they need. Um, what's going on? What, what, did, what do you need? Um, what are your gaps right now? And that was challenging because their whole business was getting, they were getting the rug pulled out from underneath them as well. It wasn't like this re- a recession right. where things happen progressively over like, you know, a multi-month period right. um, for everybody it happened so fast. So they were unprepared too. So, um, what we did find though, was that, um, uh, these, these CSR professionals or corporate social responsibility professionals, they were increasing their budgets rather than decreasing them. So 30%, they were putting 30% more into the CSR budgets, which was a good sign for us. So we needed to something to serve mm-hmm. them. Um, We have a really good logistics operation. And so rather than shipping the offices, we just pivoted that entire operation to deliver programs to individual homes, um, which was a massive challenge just because rather than shipping one package, Mm -hmm. you're shipping like 200 individual packages. Um, That's crazy. (laughs) Um, So the logistical challenges there and stuff like that. And then the other thing was leaning really heavily on our technology piece. Clint brought up our browser extension. We have a browser extension. Um, that enables you to make an impact just by browsing the web. You can select your favorite causes and to Bryce's core technology that we talked about earlier, you actually see the impact, the quantified impact that like your money and your web browsing is making. It doesn't cost you a dime. That's super Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our COVID-19 era right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy, man. Wow. Insane. Yeah. um, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Did you have something else you wanted to add to that? Wait. Uh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I
0: could keep going. So. <laughs> um, in the
3: in the last year of of operating and running Hero, what is something that you would change? Kind of looking back on the year, what is something you'd change about how you did business in the last year?
0: How we did business?
3: Oh yeah. What is something that it doesn't have to be did business, but like what's something that you would change in the last year um, in regards to business? Um. That's a really good question. You, know, you, like, as just, like, a leader um, running the team, like, is there anything you would do differently looking back? And, and, and yeah.
0: So we've had tons of failures. Like, this yeah. <laughs> is constantly falling on your face and learning from them. And yeah. I, would, I would continue to do those. Like, I think that's yeah. just, like, the fastest way to learn. Uh-huh. But I think, um, you know, I'll talk a little bit about one of the things I struggle with um, is process design as well as um, alleviating ownership of like so i have a hard time like passing off ownership to someone else right training employees yeah. is, is really challenging um and putting 100 percent trust in them is really challenging and building process for scale yeah like that's been like we've been doing that and spending a lot of time doing that and there's a partner in the company andy that takes a lot of credit for doing that but for me it's like a little bit of a trees cheese grater to the forehead because <laughs> like oh. You know, it's like your as you guys know, it's like your baby, and you work yeah. so hard at it, and you, you just want to make sure it's perfect. And letting those things go, I wish I was better at that. Honestly, yeah. I wish I was better. I'm still, something I'm still working at today. Um, hmm. I was talking to our friend Sean about that the other day. It's just something
3: that I would like to be better at. So um, awesome! I think that's perfect. I mean, yeah. we've been we've been working with that. We've been doing something similar with like starting to get stuff off of our plate, and and trying to focus on the ta the bigger tasks at hand versus like feeling having we need the ownership over these small mundane tasks that we could easily outsource or bring bring on to another team member or something like that so yeah i feel I like you guys that.
0: have talked about that on your show even just like you know how you yeah. know, process and just yeah. ops in general is so important
1: delegation is important man it's like you have to figure out the opportunity cost and time right it's like yeah. well, how much time is this individual going to free me up and is the roi worth it yeah that's how we look at it. So We Heroes moving. You've been working on it for two years now or something, a couple of years, I think, right?
0: Full-time. I went full-time, full-time with, yeah. in October, but we it's been a project like a big experiment for yeah. like the last two years.
1: Two years. Yeah. So what, what does two years from now look like? What's your goal? Where would you love to, is there specific services or products you want to be coming out with or specific uh, milestones you're trying to reach? Yeah, so we have like a, a team
0: mission um, of empowering uh, ten million people with the tools to give and volunteer um, impactfully and efficiently, and that's so cool. like that's a big goal for us. And we track how many people we are enabling to to give in a really impactful way. Um, it's a massive goal for us. Uh, from just like a business standpoint, we have a huge focus on the Fortune five hundred. We'd like to be serving you know uh, sixty to seventy percent of the Fortune five hundred in in two years time um massive goal of ours and then also we we just have you know normal as any company does just their revenue and their sales goals um i think one thing that we do because we're such uh, we're very much we operate in the social sector as a for profit company so it's a really interesting model so we have revenue and sales figure goals but we also have our own impact goals as well so like for example like we have goals of how many trees we are going to actually plant like and enable companies That's to fair. plant um, carbon offsets. It, we we have tons of goals like that. We measure that alongside our revenue goals because um, yeah. we can't, we have to eat our own dog food. We can't like, you know, pretend yeah. things yeah. companies. <laughs> yeah. Are you a B Corp? What's that? Are you a B Corp? No, not right now. Eventually, yes, we want to be. So um we're just new on the block. So that's why. But one day, yes, we will be a B Corp. Nice. Good question.
1: For, I think for anybody, establishing a B Corp isn't easy thing. You have to like go in yeah. front of boards and I know it's uh, quite the process. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but it's a great thing to do. I highly encourage any yeah. company that wants to do that, you know, look into doing that. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah.
2: That's interesting. Ben, do you think, uh, do you think like as, as you, as you kind of, and we were talking about like these like mm-hmm. larger, like fortune 500 companies and like to scale, to scale a business, like you'd you focus on like the, the 20% that's going to pay for the 80%. So like, as you're kind of talking about like these, these bigger companies, like they're, they're a little bit more educated on like the things that they need to do, um, to be corporate like responsible, but these like micro companies and like, even in like the 10 to 20 to $30 million space, they could still show some love. So do you think that they're educated enough to kind of do that? Um, and do you feel like the curve is, is shifting that like direction?
0: Yeah, they have to like companies are forced to change and they're forced to change now because what's happening is all the employees are asking for it. So like one in three employees that come in for an interview in the interview, ask about the social programs the company has, which is crazy to think about that in that interview before they even accept the job, they're asking about what that
3: company's doing. Um, Like a certain industry, like, is there like from your experiences, like tech that you're seeing, lot of uh your clients with it's I
0: mean, not so much like an industry it's more so generational it's like the, the age of the awesome. employee that's coming mm-hmm. in wow. um and that's a big piece and i i think there's a number of reasons for that you know if you look at like the millennial generation as an example yeah. Like we're, it's a generation that was so connected globally. Um, I mean, like for the first time ever, we were connected to people across the globe. And as a result, not only were we seeing everything that was happening across the globe, but we we're also seeing issues that were happening across the globe firsthand. Yep. Um, yep. So we're such a connected generation. Um, So there's reasons for that, but I don't think it's industry specific. Tech naturally is going to be more, you know, accustomed and they're going to have budgets that they're going to put there yeah. quickly just because the war on talent is so high. Um, yeah. that's part of it. Like it's a battle of talent and this is one of the levers they can pull. Um, right. so, but, uh, yeah. Before and, you and, know
2: it, we're, before you know it, we're going to start expecting like all birds. Like if you go get hired at a company, like you want all birds, cause they're like socially sustainable. <laughs> like you're going to want this whole product line of like things on your desk when you arrive. I'm and down. Then, Chrome extension downloaded from WeHero. So yeah,
3: right.
0: yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I think I think all to, to the earlier question around like size of companies, Clint, yep. and like who's participating. I think yeah. it doesn't matter your size; you have to figure out a way to do it. I think this COVID nineteen thing's also been so interesting. I think how companies respond to this right now is so immensely important. I mean, the way a company responds to this disaster. Is going to define their brand and their company for five to ten years. So, like these months and these days are so important. You're seeing companies react just at, on an immense time frame, at right. just an accelerated time frame because it is so important right now.
1: One hundred percent true. Yeah,
0: That's
3: crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so as you move through all these. Um, Actually, I'm a different. Um, when when did you know that we Here was is kind of at its tip, tipping point? I know you you've got a ton of growth left, but when did you know that this is actually something that you want to pursue, um, and you know that the business is going to be successful, and you know that it actually has some traction behind it? What what was that tipping point?
0: There, there's a couple of them. Um, like there are, there's been numbers of them. I think there will continue being numbers of tipping points for any yeah. company. Um, There was a couple big ones for us. Uh, One in the very early days, uh, we got approached by Visa to do volunteer programs for that company, and and every new employee that comes on to Visa now does a We Hero volunteer experience. Um, That's
3: awesome. Like that was
0: like a big moment for us because that was the first big brand that had ever worked with us. Um, We had started with small companies and startups, and that was a big logo that approached us, and so that was a tipping point where we're like, okay, like. Wow. And then, um, I think there was when we started hitting like huge growth accelerator. So we, there were funds, we were growing 40, 50%. Um, and then we kind of had that moment of like, okay, this is the thing, like we need to commit and do this full time.
3: Yep, exactly.
0: Um, or else it's going to get away from us. And uh and then i would even say like february march there was going to be a huge tipping point but like the rug got pulled out from underneath us that was probably one of the most frustrating things ever is you're you're you everything's going your direction it feels like and you feel like you're on top of the world and then out of nowhere you get a blow to the side of the head
3: 100 percent.
0: huge lesson there like um yeah don't be so i yeah huge lesson for me i was like i was pretty certain uh, yeah, myself and of of the world, and not out of nowhere. Yeah. You
3: just never know. That's true. But it'll it'll be yeah. a good uh, good one to add to the storybook. Oh, go ahead. I thought, I, thought you, I, you oh, I
0: was I was joking. One of the things we're gonna do is uh, get like a wall of shame in our office, and it's just yeah. gonna be like all our failures and just terrible moments, so, just like just to remember.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll send you a photo of Eli for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, amazing
3: Uh,
1: all right so we got five more minutes and we want to wrap it up with some a little bit of a lightning round you ready
0: ready hit me with it cool what's your favorite quarantine snack (sighs) um oh god i've been eating everything (laughs) um yeah uh, good question i've been eating massive amounts of raw almonds i buy like huge bags of raw almonds and that they're good go-to snack, yeah.
1: Nice. Uh, one superpower, what would it be?
0: I'd, I'd like to move things with my mind. Um, <laughs>
1: that would be pretty sweet, I'm down. All right, uh, what was the most impactful purchase under $50 recently made in the last six months?
0: Under $50 in the last six months. Um, Come on. Great question.
1: Come on.
0: I know, the, the, the rapid fire's killing me. Um, because I'm on the spot, it's not, that's not even an exciting one. Um, Cause Ooh. I'm on the spot. I'll talk about so we, we do a massive amount of logistics and shipping. And so we look at things that are, that are costing our company massive amounts of time. One of those things is labels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so labeling a package you think is really simple, but when you're doing hundreds of them, it takes a massive amount of time for people. So we got this like really cool label <laughs> maker prints out hundreds of labels. Okay. To awesome. them on the package. So, nice. yeah, anyways, not the most thrilling.
1: Yes. <laughs> but you really good. That was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was actually pretty thought. Okay, we have two more questions. Last app that you downloaded. Let me go look. Appropriate.
0: Uh, so <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. I downloaded a Formula One racing app. I've been super, super into Formula <laughs> One lately. <laughs> so uh, I highly funny. recommend the Formula One documentary on Netflix. It's really good. So that was, yeah. that was my last one. Um, okay. uh, yeah. Also, yeah, UPS logistics app, not as exciting. So yeah. Formula One racing app, highly recommend it. Great win.
3: All, right. All right. Nice. And the uh, tag
0: is Slayer530 if you want to find me and race. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, I wrote that. I'm going
0: to
1: write that down. One last question. Uh, someone just told you that they wanted to start a business. What was one thing that you could tell them uh, to get them motivated? Um,
0: it, not to get them motivated, but uh, well, get them motivated, take a step. A lot of people are so hesitant to take a step. That's like the hardest part. And like <clears> accepting that like they're going to fail and they're going to be judged and they're going to be scrutinized. And that first step is just really hard to take. It's kind of like when you go on a run, the hardest part about going on a run is putting your shoes on. Um, yeah. Once the shoes sure. are on, like you're going to, and you commit to running the three sure. miles, you're going to run the three miles. Sure. Well, um, the other thing that I, I talk to a lot of on, entrepreneurs about is product market fit um it's something that i had to study a lot and work a lot with companies on when i was at outsell running product there and um it's something I, I i look into a lot and find it creates a lot of success for companies it helped with we hear a lot we've quickly found product market fit and i would talk to companies a lot about that and the importance mm-hmm.
3: of it nice man That's interesting awesome so aside from your formula one uh racing game where where else can uh, people find you at and where can they learn more about we hear a lot
0: Best way to find me is on LinkedIn. Um, just go Ben Sampson on LinkedIn. Uh, connect with me there. Would be happy to talk with you. Um, any other social channel probably as well. My email is ben at wehero.co. And we And wehero just Google wehero. It'll be the first one that comes up. Um, and feel free to reach out. We have a dog with a wehero super dog named Kai that'll pop up on our website. Say I'm hi all to about Kai. All yeah. about Kai people love Kai. I mean, we had four people today that literally like just reached out to, and to say hi to Kai had no intentions. Just were on our site. Like, what's up, Kai?
1: Like, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Man, <that was laughs> such a good oh. branding move. Yeah. yeah. So smart. You're like doing a lovable dog to talk to and then you grab him as a lead. That's- yeah, dude. Oh, there
0: he is. Oh. Awesome.
1: Everybody
0: loves Kai.
3: That's awesome. Yep.
1: Well, Ben, we appreciate you coming on the Biz Bros podcast. Uh, make sure, if you haven't yet, to our listeners, subscribe to our podcast channel and our YouTube channel. And we look really forward to the next episode. And we'll talk to you guys all real soon. Talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Thank you guys.